0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Total Wine & More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21.
1: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. A series of earthquakes shook Japan's West Coast today, triggering tsunami warnings which have now been lifted, NPR's Anthony Kuhn reports Japan's meteorological agency initially estimated the largest quake's magnitude at 7.6.
2: The quake was centered on Ishikawa Prefecture on Japan's west coast, and pictures on social media appear to show damage to roads and buildings. Buildings shook in central Tokyo, and aftershocks rattled Ishikawa. Several bullet train lines were stopped. Nuclear power stations in several prefectures were checked, but no damage was found. Japan's government set up an emergency response center at the prime minister's office. Sea-level changes were also expected to affect much of Japan's west coast and parts of South Korea's east coast. Anthony Kuhn, PR News, Seoul.
1: The Israeli Supreme Court today struck down a law to overhaul the nation's judicial branch. The changes were promoted by the right-wing government and had sparked months of protests. The law would have prevented judges from overturning government decisions they deem unreasonable. The Israeli military says it will begin to withdraw thousands of troops from Gaza. NPR's Daniel Esfren reports.
3: The Israeli military says some troops and reservists from five brigades will leave Gaza and return home to Israel this week. Israel's ground invasion of Gaza has lasted two months now. Military spokesman Daniel Hagari gave an address. He said releasing reservists will help the economy after months that reservists have been away from their jobs during the war. Some soldiers are also returning to school. Israeli universities are back in session this week. The academic year had been deferred because of the war. But many soldiers will be returning to Israel for more training. The U.S. has called on Israel to transition to lower-intensity combat with more pinpointed raids on targets in Gaza. Daniel Estrin, NPR News, Tel Aviv.
1: Today is a day of mourning in Ukraine after a series of Russian missile strikes on Key Friday. Officials described it as the single deadliest attack on the Ukrainian capital since Russia's full-scale invasion nearly two years ago. The U.S. economy did better than expected in 2023, with Wall Street ending the year in a positive note. NPR's Scott Horsley reports on what economists are predicting in the new year.
2: We should start with the caveat that most of the predictions made a year ago at this time turned out to be wrong. Uh So take this with a (laughs) grain of salt. Uh, In general, though, economic forecasters expect some relative calm in the next 12 months. The economy is expected to grow a little bit more slowly. Unemployment is expected to tick up a little bit from its very low level, but not much. And both inflation and interest rates are expected to moderate this coming year.
1: NPR Scott Horsley. Wall Street is closed today for the New Year's holiday. Trading resumes tomorrow. This is NPR News. Longtime Democratic Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson has died. NPR's Windsor Johnson reports the Texas Democrat served about 30 years in the House.
0: Congresswoman Johnson worked in the medical field before entering politics. She was the first black chief psychiatric nurse at the Veterans Affairs Hospital in Dallas before leaving to serve in the state legislature in 1972. She later became the first black woman from Dallas to represent Texas when she was elected to the U.S. House in 1992. In a statement, Vice President Kamala Harris said Johnson was always clear-eyed, fighting for the right of every person in Dallas and across the country to live free from discrimination. Johnson died on Sunday at the age of 88
1: windsor johnston npr news Washington today is january first twenty twenty four when new laws take effect in many states in California. It is now illegal to carry a concealed gun in many public places such as parks, banks, and churches. The law is still being litigated, but a court is allowing the law to go into effect in the meantime. Illinois is the first state in the Union to withhold money from public libraries that ban books. The Secretary of State said it's ludicrous and dangerous for a couple of extremist groups to determine what books are in circulation for entire communities. The American Library Association says there were efforts to ban more than 2,500 books in 2022, many from queer authors or authors of color. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.